Welcome to Book Talk. This is your host, Anthony Moirore. At Book Talk, we get to have an author come and tell us about his book or her book. And today is yet a great day where we have a guest who's been here for quite some time. And he's, yeah, she's gonna tell us about a book that she's authored. And without taking much more time, I'm gonna introduce to you Pan Saya Nsia Kumi. Welcome to the, to the show. I hope I got that right. Yeah, you, you, close to it. Thank okay. you. <laughs> I had practiced, but I didn't get it quite right. But anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes, we, to be are, here. we are honored to have you. And uh, we are going to look into your book that says, come on board and stay on board. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So let's get started. Uh, who is Pa? Please uh, let us know you. Where, where are you from? And uh, what do you do? Okay. Right now, I live in uh, Bowie, Maryland, in the mm -hmm. United States. Mm -hmm. But originally, I'm from Ghana, West Africa. Okay. I came here to the U.S. around age 26. And mm -hmm. I've been here for over 40 years. So that's, um, you want to know my age? I'm 74. I have oh. three adult children. Okay. And I have two that are married, so I have two in-laws and I have four grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And they are the joy of my life. Oh, wonderful. And uh, mm -hmm. I came here as a nurse. Okay. okay. A registered nurse. And uh, I came because my husband was here to go to the Bible college. Mm -hmm. So I came to be with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I worked as a nurse for you know, over 30 years and I ret I'm retired now. Okay. So I'm strictly writing. Ah. And my first book I wrote is this one, Get On Board and Stay On Board. I wrote it in 2012. That was my first one. But okay. since then, I've written, uh, I think, eight more with uh, one translated into Spanish. Ah, okay. Beautiful. So, so you started writing after you retired? Yeah, yes and no. I started writing articles before then mm -hmm. and friends who I shared it with said, oh, this is good. You know, you should put it in a book. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started. So I put it in a book and here a few years later, I have nine or 10 books. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, and I asked you that because um, there are some people who say, I mean, uh, there is a certain age when you should start writing or you should, you should start publishing. Do you believe in that? <laughs> or you can start at any, any age? You can start at any age. My oldest granddaughter published something when she was like, maybe before she was even 10. Oh. So that's young, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm 74 now. Okay. And I'm sure people, even people can start after my age. So I don't think there's an age limit. Ah. You start writing when you feel led to write or you have something to write about. Mm. So it can be any age. Okay, beautiful. And uh, what is get on board? Get on board. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying it's about Christianity. It's about Christian life. Okay. Okay. So getting on board, become a Christian. Yeah. and stay on board and remain a Christian. 
Okay, there are things, there are steps you have to take to become a Christian. But once you become a Christian, you need to follow up. You don't just say today I'm a Christian and that's the end of it. You have mm -hmm. to walk, you know, you have to be guided by the Bible to live for God. Okay. So get on board, become a Christian and yeah. stay on board. Continue to walk in that path. Oh, beautiful. And what inspired you to write this book? Okay, so this is the first one I did and I'll be writing articles and poems. And friends who read them said, oh, they are good. You should put them in a book so other people can benefit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, how I wrote the first one. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, the book was compiled from the articles that you had shared. With that's your, right. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. So what is in it, if I may ask? Yeah, I have different topics, different uh, illustrating how you get saved or how you become a Christian. There are many ways of saying it. You become a Christian, you became saved, you are born again. You know, those are all expressions meaning the same thing. Okay. So I explain what that means. Like you realize you are a sinner. Okay. God is holy. And mm -hmm. so when we sin, we can't get close to him. Sin has broken the relationship between us and God. Mm -hmm. So God, out of his love, sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die, to pay for the sins we've committed. Mm -hmm. So you admit with God that you are a sinner and you repent and put your faith in Jesus because he died already, you know, mm -hmm. so his, his, uh, the punishment he took on, on himself covers you. Mm -hmm. Then you become his child, okay? Now mm -hmm. he's put you in a family, like I'm saved. If I meet you and you're saved, we belong in the same family. Mm -hmm. We walk together, we encourage each other, we pray together. And we continue to grow because you're not going to be perfect until the day you see Jesus face to face. Okay. Mm -hmm. He promised to come back. He's going to come back and take us. And if that doesn't happen before you die, you will still see him. But until one of those things happen, you have to keep mm -hmm. walking by faith, reading the Bible, obeying it, and doing what you have to do to be pleasing to God. Now, what you do is not what saves you. Mm -hmm. He saved you to be good. You see? So it's the blood of Jesus Christ. It's yeah. all what Jesus did that mm -hmm. saves you. And mm -hmm. then after you're saved, you walk by faith, obeying the scriptures mm -hmm. until you die or he comes back. Either way, he's going to usher you into his presence. Amen. And uh, do you, I mean, what, what's the format of the book? Is it just... Um, one uh, flow from the, no, the it's, it has um, very short topics you know so you can just read one article and um, put it down and read another one later the first one for instance i see god mm -hmm. okay so i said most people worship a deity they call god and some like to believe it is the same god everybody worships regardless mm -hmm. of how i say it's not the same god how can i tell my God is a triune God, consisting of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I give the verse that says, then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Mm -hmm. So that means there was somebody there with God. He's talking to, let us. Okay, so the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay, then another verse says, for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. So in Christ, the rest of the, Trinity live, so it's one God, 
but there are three persons. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I go on to explain that if you can't say this of your God, then you have a different one. Mm -hmm. You know, there are, if you can't believe that this, so the God I'm talking about is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. Mm -hmm. The God came in the form of his son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is here with us since Jesus is not in person that you can see, but the Holy Spirit directs you, speaks to you, you know, that kind of, so there's a, through a trinity, three persons, God the Father, God the Son, mm -hmm. God the Spirit, but mm -hmm. they are one. Mm -hmm. okay. So I explained that in that, uh, so I said, my God became flesh and dwelt among men in the person of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So I give the verse, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Mm. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Is this true of your God? So if you have a, a, a God, something you call God, and it's not this one, mm. it's, you know, you can't say this about them, then it's not the same God I'm talking about. Mm. Okay. Now, uh, it happens that uh, this uh, program is watched by people who have no idea of what we are talking about as mm -hmm. being as Christians. So what would you encourage them? I mean, and that could be in your book, maybe it's an article in your book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. where, where, where should they start to know what exactly that we are talking about? Okay, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, for instance, uh, I say, knowing Christ in a personal way. Mm -hmm non-righteous, that's God's declaration that nobody's righteous because mm -hmm. it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's mm -hmm. humanity, everybody, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it also says, for the wages of sin is death, mm -hmm. but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've all sinned and the punishment for sin is death. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Then, I tell you, Christ is the only way to God because mm -hmm. I've said God is holy. He hates sin. There's a separation between us because of sin. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Christ is the only way back to God. And I call that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows. People don't know anything about it. These are the steps. Okay. We are sinners. Nobody's righteous. Yeah. So because of our sins, there's punishment coming. Mm. But the only way you can get back to God is to put your faith in Jesus. Ask for forgiveness and put your uh, faith in Jesus. For mm. there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, who mm. gave himself as the payment for everybody who wanted. Okay. So mm. if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Mm, amen. And so, uh, yes, uh, that that leads to the conversion. That we that's did. right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and uh, what aspects would you, I mean, do you guide uh, the new believer to follow? I mean, I okay. Mean, you've also uh, in your book. Okay, so I wrote down uh, a follow-up, okay, as the section two says, saved, now what? So now if you've done the first part, mm -hmm. you committed yourself to Jesus and he's forgiving you, 
where do you go from there? Mm -hmm. So the first um, article on that page, freedom. I said, Webster defines freedom as having personal rights or liberty, independent, without charge. Mm -hmm. Okay, to be free or to seek freedom, one will have to first be in bondage prior to seeking freedom. Okay, yeah. if you're in jail, you want to be, you want to, you know, you want to be out. Mm -hmm. When in bondage, one has no personal rights and therefore cannot do as one pleases. That individual always has to answer to a master. Freedom from bondage always has a price tag, payable by the slave or a third party. Freedom is not free. Mm. Although the one who is freed is without charge, the one who paid the price lost or gave up something of great value, like money, life, mm. reputation to you know, save you. So from the day man sinned in the garden, he became a slave to sin and to the devil. Mm -hmm. The only acceptable atonement for sin is the blood of Christ. God loves us so much, he sent Jesus, his only son, to pay for the price. Yeah. He made freedom available to all who will believe in him. So now, we the redeemed don't have to follow the dictates of the devil. We have the right to live godly lives. We are free to choose right over wrong. Mm -hmm. So he freed us from the power of sin. Okay. okay. Yeah. Then the, the guilt of sin, you know, it's when you've done something and you know it's bad, you feel guilty, but he yeah. even saves us from that, the guilt of sin. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he's freed us to live righteously. Mm -hmm. So I give, I give verses to all that. Okay. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. So the Holy Spirit is in you. You can yeah. continue a sinful lifestyle. You know, mm -hmm. we are human. Mm -hmm. We might fall, we might do wrong every now and then, but you don't make your life start a life or like, mm -hmm. I'm going to be a criminal. I say I'm a Christian, but my life is still going to be criminal. You can't do that. The Holy Spirit doesn't allow you to do that. Okay. Unless you want to ignore the Holy Spirit and do as you please. Mm -hmm. Okay. Choose yeah. righteously. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Mm -hmm. It's not compulsory. Mm. You can serve and live and go to heaven someday, or you can choose to live in sin and go to hell, you know? Mm. So all that is explained. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I guess you also talk about uh, temptations because once you're converted, you're also going to face some temptations. You're going to face temptations, yes. Yeah. Because the, you have to realize the devil is God's uh, rival of, you know, he's always doing to trying to do the opposite things that God, wants you to do okay mm -hmm. so he's always going to bring things into your life that you make it look attractive yeah. oh see that girl she looks pretty here you're already married right mm -hmm. so it's oh that girl looks they're going to find reasons to make you interested but you the holy spirit is speaking to you in your heart so mm -hmm. you know you shouldn't be going that way mm -hmm. and if so any kind of temptation at all you have to take it to god in prayer and even if you need to you can tell some Christian friends to be praying with you, you know, and there are steps you have to take. If, you know, going to this place tempts you, don't go there. That's the first thing. Like, you know, you go to the bar, you're going to be drinking, or people there drink so much and they're going to mm, entice you to drink. Then the first mm -hmm. thing is don't even go there. Mm -hmm. And pray for strength to stay away from it and occupy your time with other things. Instead of being there, well, why don't you Go with your Christian friends and pray or read or even just have fun. Stay away from where the temptation is if you can. 
Yes. Let me ask you at this point, what is your favorite Bible verse, if I may ask? I have many, but uh, when it comes to inviting other people to the gospel, mm. it's John 3.16. Yeah. For God so loved the world mm. that he gave his one and only son, mm -hmm. that whosoever believes in him may not perish, but have everlasting life. He says it's all in that one verse. Amen. You know, we've sinned, but because God loves us, he sent Jesus to come and die. Mm -hmm. So if you believe in Jesus, you won't perish. When you mm -hmm. perish means you went to hell, okay? You won't perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. So that one verse says everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So how big is your book? It's uh, 200 and <laughs> it's almost, uh, it's 278 pages. Okay. Yes, yes. Ah. And... And where can one find it? On my website and on Amazon as well. My website is pearlkumi.com. And there's a bookstore there. And uh, yeah, so it's there. Mm -hmm. But it's also on Amazon. Ah. Yes. Yeah, oh, beautiful. So what are the other books that you talk about now? This one is Get on board and stay and on board. Stay on board. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. And uh, the other books that you talked about are which and which and which? The Last Train at Sunset. And in that one, I describe, I describe it as, you know, the train is passing, life is passing. You need to mm -hmm. get on board. You know, you need to get on the train or you will miss it. This mm -hmm. is the last train. As you hear the gospel, you might never hear it again from somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as you hear, this is the last train, get on it, you know. So before the sun sets, you know, after you die or Jesus comes, it's too late for you. Mm -hmm. So the last train at sunset. Okay. Then after that, I did, uh, time is running out. It's the same thing, the urgency mm -hmm. of you need to get saved now or you might, you know, not make it. Mm -hmm. Then there's another one that says, uh, living for Jesus until he returns. Like okay. I've said before, Jesus is going to come back mm. or you're going to die, whichever comes first. But you know, how you live from now until you see Jesus face to face. You know, mm. you live in love, you live in kindness, you live in forgiveness, you need to live in humility, you know, and you share his word. You need to be doing all that until mm. he comes back. You can't just say, oh, I'm saved so today, I'm just sitting. I'm okay, I'm waiting for Jesus. That's a waste of time. Work mm -hmm. hard until he comes. So that's that one. Then I have another one that's a proof of paternity. There are people who think they are Christians. And so even though they are not, you know, because they believe in something else, or they think well, I was created by God. So I am God's child, or I do such good things. I'm a kind person, I'm nice, I'm this and that. So oh, I, think, say I was born in a Christian family. In a Christian family. And, mm. you know, that uh, doesn't cut it. Yeah. You have to believe on the name of Jesus. And it's not uh, a family or a group thing. Everyone mm. has to come by themselves. Yeah. So I try to disprove all these other things that the only thing that's acceptable to God is the blood of Christ. Mm -hmm. So if you think you have this other religion, I know it's like a mountain you're climbing is this and that. All that is not true, okay. according to the Bible. So mm. 
that's the proof of paternity. Then I have another one for children. Let the children come to me. Okay. So, you know, I explain to them in their own words, the way they can understand that, you know, how to become a child of God, even as young as they are, they can. Mm -hmm. You know, there are many young children and there are people who became Christians when they were very young, but they've lived it up till now, you know? Yeah. So it's not impossible for children to understand the gospel. They do understand it. Mm. We just have to continue guiding them because they might not understand everything right away, but at least they have the beginnings to understand it. Yeah. Sure. And uh, if I may ask, are you in ministry or this is your ministry now, writing? This is mostly my ministry. I do counseling at the pregnancy clinic. That's okay. also ministry, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, that's a ministry also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And um, you, you, do, do you come in, have you mostly met uh, non-believers that uh, you may have a challenge introducing to Christ? Mm -hmm. mm. When you meet unbelievers, unless it's a one-time thing, Okay. But usually people around you, you know, you have to befriend them, be mm -hmm. kind to them, you know, show mm -hmm. them respect and all that, you know. Mm -hmm. And as you build your friendship and you're living the way you should, they should see the difference. Mm -hmm. And then at some point you can bring it in because if you are really friends and you like them, they have an issue, you talk to them, you let them know it's God who can resolve their problems, they are sick, they are whatever it is, you know, be praying. Mm -hmm. for yourself that you can present it be praying for them that god will prepare their hearts be praying for them that you take the opportunity so you know it's a gradual process when people come to know you and know you're genuine you yeah. know and they mm -hmm. see that your faith works then mm -hmm. they encourage well sometimes you might meet somebody on the bus you might never see again mm -hmm. so if god opens the opportunity you share that you know the best you know maybe it might be not be a whole lot but you know just a little bit of what God has done for you or a scripture verse that you remember or something. Yeah. And who knows, God might use that even though you might not see this person again. Yeah. You might put him in somebody else's path who will build on what you told them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's a, you know, we just do what you have to do at the time you have to do it and let God worry about the rest. Yeah, sure, sure. And uh, I just like uh, how... Uh, the grace of God has been great upon you. Yeah, if, you if you tell someone that you are 74, someone you say, really? You don't look. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm 74. <laughs> you don't look it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So, so, so he's been gracious to you and he's, uh, yes. yeah, and we thank God for him, for, for that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So what, what, what's, what's he need from here to there? What I mean, in the coming days, what, what plans do you have in your writing, in your ministry? Yeah, I'm still writing <laughs> because, you know, as I read the word of God, more, you know, the spirit lays more things on my mind Yeah. that maybe I should write to explain. So I post every weekend, I post uh, an article, a devotion mm -hmm. on my website as well. Okay. So my website, you find devotions, you find the bookstore yeah. and that kind of thing, you know, and you can read it you can share it you can do whatever you think to help somebody else free you know feel free to share it with them so that's um constantly reading and getting ideas of things that probably should be explained you know 
that mm -hmm. people understand the Christian work better. So that's what I've been doing. That's beautiful. And to those of you who are watching us right now, we are talking to Paul and Sia Kumi, and she is the author of Get On Board, Stay On Board. Yes. It's a that's Christian, right. Yeah, it's a Christian book encouraging you to know Christ, be converted, and live for Christ. As the days are few. On this Amen. Path. Amen. Yeah. Wow, you said it beautifully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, and we are really honored to have you here. And uh, for those who have watched and made, they don't know about Christ, now is the time to get to know about Christ. And uh, you can go get Paul's book, Get On Board, Stay On Board, and yeah. uh, get to know much about Christ. So this is... Uh, your host, Anthony Morore, we are just about signing off. And uh, we thank you. We really thank you, Pa, for being with us here. What last words could you tell us before we sign off? Last word I can say is God loves you very much. Mm -hmm. And you need to reciprocate that love. So in other words, you need to love him back. Yeah. And it's more for your well-being than for his you know i mean he loves to have you but if you don't say yes he won't force you but in the end it will cost you eternity mm. lots of it i mean you, eternity is life that goes on but if you don't accept christ even though life will go on for you it won't be with god so it won't be because heaven is described as mm -hmm. streets of gold a place no pain no sin no worry but hell is described as a place of suffering, gnash, weeping and gnashing of teeth. And, you know, how, who wants to live that way for the rest of time? That mm. is not going to be a year or two years, but it goes on and on and on, never stops. Mm. Who wants to suffer like that, you know? So my encouragement to be seek God now, whilst you can find him, because if you don't, you get to a point where, let's say you are sick, you are this and that, and you can't even think, right? You can't make that decision. You have to make the decision now. I want to follow Jesus. Whilst you're in your right mind, nobody can do it for you. The minister can pray you into heaven. Once you're dead, you're dead. Mm. Okay, this is a step you have to make. You have to take yourself and put your faith in God. So please, my encouragement will be do it now. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Do it now. Do it now. This is the right time. This is the day that the Lord has made <laughs> for you to get the message. That's right. That's right. Yes. So for more, please follow Paul Kumi at uh, paulkumi.com. That is mm -hmm. P-E-A-R-L-K-U-M-I.com. And right. uh, you'll get to get to know more about Christ and about Paul's ministry. Thank so, you. Once again, thank you for watching and uh, remember to subscribe and to spread this message. Yes, yes. This has been your host, Anthony Moirore, together with Paul Nsea Kumi. We thank you. Amen. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye.